Thank you for joining us for Dwelling Place Lithia Podcast. We hope this message will help you find your identity in Christ and create growth in your life. We hope you enjoy this message. Looking for my glasses. Okay, we're going to be not really talking anything about Palm Sunday. We're doing. I got a uh, message that's way different than that. Um, if I knew it was Palm Sunday, I'd I'd probably prepared maybe. Talk about Jesus riding in on donkey, but um, we're gonna be in Luke twenty-two. Jesus took two or three of his disciples, Peter, James, and John. Jesus went a throne, a stone thrown away from disciples to pray. Okay, this is, this is after the, the last meal. Jesus has told the disciples what's going to happen. Um, they're all in grief, it says in the Bible. Um, you probably had disciples crying, snot bubble, whatever. But they go into these trees of olives, and just like I said, there's a stone throw away. Jesus started to pray to his father. You know what? Let me read Matthew first. Same thing, but. Matthew sixteen thirty six or twenty six Matthew twenty six thirty six through forty six Then Jesus went to the disciples to a place called Gentilism, and he said to them, Sit here while I go over there and pray. He took Peter and two sons. It, that's James and John. He, he took Peter and James and John to Zebulee along with him and began to be sorrowful and troubled. See, they're already in sorrow. They know what's going to happen to Jesus, and Jesus knows what's ha- going to happen to him, and uh, we'll get into that, but I'll finish reading. Then he said to them, My soul was overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. They stay here, keep watch with me. Going a little farther, he fell with his face down on the ground. This is Jesus falling face down in the dirt. My father, is it possible? May this cup be taken from me, yet not as I will, but as you will. Then he returned to the disciples and found them sleeping. 
couldn't you give your men keep watch with me for one hour? He asked Peter. Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. He went out of the way a second time and prayed, My father, if this is not possible for this cup to be taken away unless I drink it, may you well be done. When he came back, he again found them sleeping because their eyes were heavy, so he left them and went away once more and prayed the third time, saying the same thing. Then he returned to the disciples and said to them, Are you willing to sleeping and resting? Look, the hour has come, and the Son of Man is delivered into the hands of the sinner. Rise, let's go, here it comes. Okay, that is not, that's nothing happy in the Bible. This is my Jesus that is so remarkable and loving that I wish it could have been a lot easier death. But God had to show us how much he loved us. So, but turn back to uh, Luke 22. Okay, I'm just looking at my notes. Y'all can look it up. Okay, while Jesus is in there, he was saying, Father, if it is possible to pass the cup, that this doesn't have to happen to him. But he's so awesome. He says, even though he wants to pass the cup, he will do whatever the Father says. And we're bad about not doing what the Father says. There's things in our life that we've got to change. I have a small message that I think won't cause a revival, but it'll help help this church come into revival like we want. The third thing, in such a go, he, Jesus, he was in the garden praying and beads of blood came down his face from the sweat that's how much our Jesus was grieving. I've been the saddest moment in my life. I remember it. I, I cried and everything, but no blood. That's some serious stuff right there. That's some serious pain. And pain hurts sometimes. 
You can't sleep on Jesus. You have to stay awake. I know you, you go to work, you come home, you eat dinner, get a shower, whatever, and you go to bed. You're doing nothing, nothing for God. You're bearing no fruit. But I'll tell you what happened to me this Monday. This Monday, uh, Sean called, uh, me and Sean called each other, and we had prayer on Monday night. Um, this Monday, Sean's cars were broke, and there was a guy in a green truck. He was Mexican. I couldn't hardly understand him. He couldn't understand me. So anyways, his truck is broke down. He's pouring water in the radiator, and it's just blowing right back out. So I'm like, man, what can I do to help you? And uh, at first it just started maybe trying to get him the part. Because I, I kept saying, Brandon Auto Salvage, 60. Brandon Auto Salvage. And he finally got it because he, he said, the sign with the bear. I'm like, yeah. That's Brandon Auto Salvage. That's where you need to go get you a new radiator. And anyways, I got... I got involved because I was out here already, waiting in the parking lot. He needs to pick up a check in Bishop. So at this time, it's almost 9 o'clock. And I take him all the way deep down in Bishop. I, I places I haven't been. Uh, um, he had to help me in and out. Um, Brought him back here, tried to text his son to come get him. Some would not answer him or reply. So once again, I'm like, all right, I'll take you home. I don't even know where this guy lives. And finally, I just told him, and I guess he got it, just turn right, left, straight. That's that's your thing. So I want to take this guy home. I'm thinking he's over here in Lithia or Fishhawk or whatever. But I had to drive past I-4. Almost, it had to have been Antioch or Dover 1. But drove him all the way there and got him home and to be honest with you it was it the whole thing was painful for me i didn't i didn't want to do it i i wanted to go home but i believe god put me there not to save not to not to preach at just help the guy so i got back no lie probably around 11-something back home. So, yeah. 
I was tired. Just like the disciples, I mean, they were tired. They just had the last supper. They, Jesus just told them that what they're going to do to him. And they were just, they were in grief. It was in grief for Jesus. Poor thing I got down in here in Luke is Father sent an angel to straight come Jesus. God knew what Jesus needed. And to me, I think it, he gave him the basic because what he had to go through, I think if someone came up with a, a knife and stabbed him and I'd say, okay, that's it. Um, that's not going to be rememberable for 2,000-something years, the, the Bible's, you know, here, so... I never heard of an angel of strength. I've had angels, I've had angels visit me that minister to me, but I've never heard of one for strength. So Jesus had to be not lacking it, just needing it. I don't know. I don't know why James, Peter, and John, both, all three of them just slept. And I know they, like I said, they probably cried all night and said, Jesus, no, Jesus, no. So they were, they were tired in their grief. So I'm not trying to be like condemnation preaching, but if you're not putting in the work, if it ain't painful sometimes, You need to start doing something because God's coming back soon. Let your works, let it bear feet, bear, bear food. If you want to be a sleeper and sleep and say your, your orange tree has oranges on them, but they're golf ball size. All right, you're bearing fruit, but something, there's something else in there. You want them big oranges. You know, like the righteous people. <laughs> but God told me to go ahead and say some of this stuff. Um, me and my mom even worked on it. I'm like, how do you preach this without condemnation? And I hate condemnation preaching. I was brought up on it. I was at that altar every Sunday. But them guys, I promise you, they they probably loved him more than we loved him because they they went with him for three and a half years. They went around with him. I think if you are a sleeper, you need to get your head 
more in your head, your heart. And you need to pick that Bible up and read it. And I know you got to go back to work tomorrow, and it's going to be hard. Especially, you know, I mean, there's different things. Like me and Jamie were talking. We didn't talk much about it, but there's different things. You can, you can listen to worship on the way to work, worship on the way back. But you get home, and home life matters. When you need to be given Jesus at least an hour a day. I'm not talking about while you're driving. You can't pray while you're driving anyway. You can't close your eyes. <laughs> Don't do that, Jeremy. <laughs> Don't take the wheel. <laughs> Jesus ain't taking your wheel. <laughs> but like I said, and I have, I messed up too. Um, food pantry, overslept. Next day church, overslept. I was sleeping on God's timing. I'm supposed to be here. On Wednesday nights, we have prayer. You got kids? Give them a hot wheel car and lay them in a pew. That's what we did. If you have kids, don't use that as excuse to come out on Wednesday. Because sometimes you get to hear some worship before you do pray. I come early just to hear the worship. But man, we do have an awesome worship team. And I feel God spirit is spinning around this room while they're playing. And that's because they put in the work. But on Wednesday night prayer, Jeremy's over here laying on the floor. I'm all the way over here. And I hear God tell me, go to Jeremy and ask him to pray for you. So at first I didn't. I'm just trying to figure out who, what is this, me, God, what? And after about 10 minutes, I just said, I'm going to do it. I went over there, woke him up, got him up. He prayed for me. And I'm going on two weeks of no pain. Let's see, things are happening on Wednesday nights. You come out. And it's hard when you got kids. I, I'm say that again, but I'm telling you, when we were in revival, or back then we had day and night service. At night, mom and dad, Hot Wheel, that's your pew. You make any noises, I'm going to spank you. <laughs> but, that was the truth. <laughs> I did get a few church spankings growing up. But um, 
to make it short and sweet right now, I met this out of love, and I hope y'all take it as that love, not calling you a sleeper to make you mad or whatever. I'm doing this because I love you. You're all my brothers and sisters. We're all family. I first started going to this church. I asked Jeremy, I said, can I pray for this lady? And Jeremy said, man, you got the freedom to pray for whoever you want because you're my family. Family's important. I ask y'all to pray for my family, please. But anyways, that's it. You got three questions at the table. If you need anything, I don't want no one leaving here hurt or having money problems or marriage problems or anything you think of. If you need it, I'm opening the altar. You don't have to go to the tables yet, and I'll pray with you. Jeremy and Jamie will pray. Sean will pray for y'all. So if you feel like you're a sleeper and you don't mind exposing yourself, God ain't told me which who is or who is not. Try to give that extra hour. Put in the time. Get the big oranges. Amen? All right. I guess go to the tables. Uh, there's three questions. We hope you enjoyed this message. If so, please share it. If you'd like to partner with us, you can do so at dwellingplacelithia.org forward slash donate. We'll see you next week, and may God bless you and your family.